This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship, and I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Kevin Lowry, who is the um, chairman of the board for St. Gabriel Radio and also um, is um, C- C- CFO. CFO of Rev Local. I want to kind of continue on something that you kind of um, led into, in that, and that is prayer and, and the need for prayer. Um, I think, first of all, maybe we can talk about prayer in general. Um, And, you know, maybe looking back at your life, how prayer was there. So obviously as a son of a preacher, and I think probably having experienced um, the Pentecostal movement um, in your early education and everything like that, you were formed in prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And and it really is... um, you know, it's like learning something, you know. Well, first you have to know the language, you know. In order right. for you to study literature or philosophy, you kind of have to know English mm-hmm. um, right. in order to read and, and everything. In the same way, in order for us to know about the Lord and to figure out what he's asking us, we have to really know how to pray. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what, you know, what were those early lessons in prayer that, that you received. Sure. Well, I think that uh, there were lots of them because it was anything from, you know, just a prayer before meals that was standard to, I remember getting in trouble <laughs> with my dad when I was I, six years old or something like that. And my dad prayed with me, you know, and then there were other examples where uh, I, I remember my dad praying with, and, and my mom actually, praying with people who were going through difficulties within the, the Presbyterian church. Because, you know, when I was a little kid, we lived in what's called the manse, which is the house right next to the church. And that's that was our family home. Um, so there were people coming over all the time. And, and I remember my parents praying with them. Um, and, you know... So there, there was this sort of constant that where prayer was just sort of a part of regular, ordinary life. And I'll, I, I'll never forget coming home at one point um, at, at you know six in the morning after being up to nothing good as a teenager and everything, and, and walking in and seeing my dad on his knees praying. You know, and in that case, he was praying for me because he, you know, he, I think he suspected what I was up to. <laughs> so I think that that sort of, you know, uh, cadence of, of prayer, just that being a normal routine and part of everyday life was very impressive with me or impressed upon me through my parents, again, by the grace of God. Um, and it carried over into the Catholic context where it was just given more fullness and and I uh, you know it's almost like I was given additional tools to put in the toolbox. You know, and it's interesting your dad's point um, that if you really want to learn how to pray, um, talk to the Catholics. Right. And and it is we have such a rich um, tradition in the spiritual life and the prayer life. You know, and the mystical doctors of the faith. Um, and 
you know, and and you know, a lot of our prayer tradition is very accessible. Mm-hmm. You know, through devotions, the especially the Rosary right. and the and the Divine Mercy Chaplet, which we'll talk about those a little bit more. But you know, but then you know, there's meditation and contemplation, right? And all of these wonderful saints who have written, you know, St. Francis de Sales, um, St. Catherine of Siena, you know, the Carmelites, John right. of the Cross, and um, all of these these great gifts that we have there. And it does seem um, very often that it's sort of an untapped resource. And, you know, especially when – and, you know, this is where I'm going to get very controversial, but um, it's got to be said – is. People are going and listening to Richard Rohr mm. and some of these this new age crap right. is, is what it is. Right. When we've got thousands, you know, we've got centuries of right. a rich tradition. And you know, it's interesting when I was in Portsmouth, um, some non denominational Protestants, you know, that were, you know, it was I think then it was something I, I can't even remember the name of the church, but they were talking to me about you know, like, oh, this Richard Rohr, we found him. And I'm like, come on, don't you people have any better sense? You know, so I was like, why don't you read Ralph Martin's The Fulfillment of right. All Desire if you <laughs> right. really, if you want an introduction to the spiritual, you know, sure. to mystical prayer and the spiritual life. Right. But we have such this, such of this great tradition. And, you know, one of the things we kind of emphasize in the um, evangelization office of the diocese for parishes is, Every parish really needs to have um, a formation in prayer mm-hmm. as a crucial part of disciple formation sure. in their strategy for their parish. And sure. we've got to teach people how to meditate and, and contemplate and how to use this rich tradition. Right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on Richard Rohr in particular. I mean, that's I, I had a friend who started sort of sliding into a lot of his stuff and and see the difficulty that I have with with some of those sort of fringe types of of things is it 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 smacks to me of Protestantism, mm. you know. And this has been, of course, a problem since since the beginning of time. People trying to sort of recreate God in their own image, mm-hmm. as opposed to the other way around, you know. And that's again something that I appreciate about the church. It's like the church is very definitive on certain items. It's not just everything's up to us, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. There is truth, and and it's it's been very well sort of documented and developed over, over the course of time. It's not just whatever we feel like. And and uh, so uh, again, I just appreciate that. But even you know, it was funny just last week when, when you're talking about this, and and I had uh, a daughter who came home from uh, Damascus, and she has really fallen in love with Eucharistic adoration. And I just thought, you know, Hallelujah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I, I'm so happy that that she's really you know fallen into this in in a way that has has corresponded. To the needs in her, mm-hmm. you know, in her heart. Um, so there's so much. It, there's so much, and of course, there's so much to say about uh, about some of the saints and some of the, the the rich traditions. But there's also, in a very simplistic sense, you know, we've got the Jesus Prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. This is, you know, and this has been handed down over how many centuries, and. 
the simplicity and ability for even those who are uninitiated to basically just say in their moment of need, Jesus, please help me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, so I, I love, again, it's like a panorama mm-hmm. of, of prayer, <laughs> you know, uh, so I, and I'm you know, and, and, and I think also this, these sort of needs to the heart. I mean, we see so many people in our age um, turning towards Eastern mysticism or sure. New Age stuff in general. And, you know, of course, I don't think they realize the the philosophical under, you know, like you sure. do this so you pass into nothingness, you know, so right, you cease right. to exist. Like, is that really what, what you want is right. to cease to exist? You know, <laughs> um, but it, but again, we've got this rich tradition and, and, you know, that is, and that, and, and I want to really um, kind of touch upon it because it was so crucial in your own conversion is the rosary, mm-hmm. oh, which yeah. is, you know, every man's uh, and woman's um, means of of meditation and contemplation that um you know maybe we don't have access to the scriptures to read to to launch us on meditation but we do have these very familiar mysteries um events of the life of Christ right. that we can reflect on and in some ways there's even a greater freedom because it's engaging our imagination and our memory Rather than just kind of reading a text, um, you don't have the temptation to study with the rosary. Right. You know, it's a real invitation to let your mind drift to the Lord and and really li- be lifted to the Lord. Yeah. And and the rosary to me has always been just it's sort of fascinating in the sense that I I remember many times along the way. When I've prayed the Rosary just fervently for for something, and and of course it's not just about prayers of petition, right? But it's you know there's there's a way that the Rosary tends to, at least in my experience, mold my own heart. And I, I love the notion of Mother Mary perfecting our prayers, mm-hmm. so taking the imperfections and you know, of course, in my case, distractions and you know, getting sort of my mind wandering and going on to other stuff, and and yet, just you know, the the beauty of that prayer of her taking sort of these you know these little things, almost like you would picture a two or a three year old trying to hand to their parents, you know, and their parents just receiving it with great love and joy. And that's kind of you know, how I, I at least picture my own prayers. You know, they're just woefully insufficient. I, I'm quite sure, but at the same time, you know, our Blessed Mother takes them and really makes them into something that that are eternal. You know, we believe that our prayers are eternal, and that and that even if they're not perfectly sort of directed or contrived by by our own means, that they can be something that again the Lord takes and uses in a way that's that's so beautiful. Well, and you know, and I I say this very often, but Our Lady is the most successful evangelist uh, in in the history of the Church. Yeah, just Our Lady of Guadalupe alone, right. you know, where right. she converted millions within a decade, you know. Right. But you think of how many conversions have happened by people who started praying the Rosary. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. probably millions in right. addition too. So. You know, you you know, we got to hand it to her. Um, you know, she, she, you know, she is um, she's very successful. I agree. <laughs> well, until next time, peace and all good.
a Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.